0: Where visionaries, entrepreneurs, and artists dream, transform, and create. You are listening to the Miracle Moment Podcast, where your breakthrough is a moment away. I'm your host, Ray Ireland. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Miracle Moment. Today, we have a special guest, Devin, who's here. He's a vitality leadership and relationship coach, private chef, regenerative designer, and consultant. He's bringing so many pieces to the table, and he's really on a mission to restore the vitality of men in order to help them find the love of their life, create The success they desire and also live the life of their dreams. So, huge mission here, which (laughs) I absolutely love. And Devin and I first connected, I think it was at a festival. I'm kind of blanking. Wasn't it a festival? It was in
1: the desert outside of San Diego.
0: Yes, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm pretty sure we got to connect just like on the dance floor. Uh And that was years ago. And then watching you know, Devin just really step into his leadership in the last few years has been a journey that's really cool to witness just because I'm on that same path. And to see him play in so many different fields of coaching and retreats and events, and he's currently putting on his summit right now. Like there's so much leadership that you're bringing to the table. Mm -hmm. And what I really want to use our time for today with is to hone in on relationships because relationships are a huge part of that vitality that we get to experience um, our love and that beautiful energy that we get to connect with people on. Also relationships in business, that's really Mm -hmm. what business is created off of. And specifically, how do boundaries help us create more vitality in these relationships <sighs> that we have in our lives? You know, being a regenerative designer, I'm sure you have a lot to share in terms of like how to create sustainable relationships that can really help us grow and thrive. So that was me talking a bunch because I'm so excited well, about this theme. But thank you so much for being here.
1: It's it's nice to be here. And I really... Uh, just appreciate hearing you share all that because it's getting me even more excited. So I'm ready to dive in.
0: Awesome. So why don't you tell us what you're currently up to right now um, and a little bit of your backstory. Like how did you get into this work?
1: Yeah, I think I'll start with that and that'll help me get into the work. So really my miracle moment happened when I was in college. I thankfully have had this deep awareness and connection to the land. I'm born and raised on Maui, so I've grown up with nature, growing food, harvesting food, always out in nature, ocean hiking. So I've had this deep awareness, but I had a near-death experience where I overdosed in college, and and I died, and I left, and I was in complete darkness, and I was actually talking about this story with my partner yesterday, and everything that i had to do to come back Mm -hmm. and i and in that point i chose to be here and when i finally came back to my body and when i finally got all the way back here i wasn't breathing and i couldn't breathe and i finally got myself to this point where i could breathe and i took a deep breath and it felt like it pierced my lungs and cut me open for the first time and was literally the first breath that i had ever taken and i just instantly burst into tears And in that moment, I realized that I had been living life without gratitude, without this full engagement. And it was was fascinating because I was super successful. I was the two-time champion for the two-mile on Maui and in cross-country and I went to a good college and I got a scholarship and I was not at a 4.0, but I was like at a 3.8 GPA and, mm. and I had a really sweet girlfriend. And so like on the surface, all of these things were going good. And I was going down the path of getting an engineering degree and all these things. And in that moment, I realized that I still wasn't living though. Mm. I was just following what I was told to do. I was like doing the r- rungs and the hamster wheel, just spinning it, being like, all right, cool, I'm doing it. And so that That changed everything for me. And that got me to realize that what's really important in life are relationships. Because Mm -hmm. the thing that most people relate to or reflect when they're on their deathbed is they're like, I wish I had loved more. I wish I had had more connection with this person, with that person. They're not like, gosh, I wish I had bought that house. I wish I had made more money. I wish I had, like, there is none of that. And so it really helped me get a trajectory get clarity on my purpose of why I want to do what I want to do and get help me get my vision and help me get my mission like all of those pieces became aligned around that time and that was in 2010 so fast forward to now now I'm putting on a summit I'm focusing a lot of energy on this summit to really help connect with entrepreneurs and leaders who ha- who may be in those similar situations they've had great success but they're they're feeling empty inside they're feeling alone they don't feel like they're really thriving and their vitality isn't fully online and so yeah that, that I'm interviewing over 30 people for the summit you being one of them and I'm I'm dialing in I have an online program so I've got that I just moved back to Maui and so I'm slowly allowing myself to re-engage into the community and just align myself with the projects to support the thriving health of the land and the water and the community.
0: Beautiful. Oh, such an incredible story and so many parallels, you know, with my own (laughs) personal story of my near-death experience. And Mm -hmm. I can really relate to that decision point of saying, okay, I want to come back and, and I want to, I want to do this right. And I Mm -hmm. think it really, does drop us back into our heart space and yeah. makes us look and say, what is really, really important to me? So I'm, I'm curious around your journey of, you know, stepping into this leadership space and the last like 11 plus years um, since that, that miracle moment you had, and what have been some miracle moments that you've maybe seen with people that you're working with and that you're in communication with and in community with and how are they navigating this journey of boundaries and creating vitality and creating sustainability
1: yeah that's 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 a great question so i think for me one of the biggest miracle moments for my own self that really helped me want to step into leadership was looking at what's going on in the world and understanding health understanding nutrition understanding the health of the land of water of all of these pieces and recognizing that we live on a closed earth like we we mm-hmm. yes energy comes in and out from the universe but we're on a closed system so what what i do to my body is what is done to the earth and what is done to the earth is done to my body so when i saw that people were not really stepping up and the corporations and businesses and governments that were doing the actions that they were doing i was like well I have to respond I, like this is the invitation from life. And obviously this comes through me so much so that that was in the summer of 2009 mm-hmm. that that really happened. And so in college, after college, all of these steps down the line, that's just been throughout everything that I do. A large part of why I do the work that I do with men is because when men and women, when we're vital humans, we can pursue our purpose and our passions But if we're not in that vital state, we're not going to have the longevity and the sustainability and the thrivability to actually address that. So when I then went further of supporting people and consulting for different organizations, businesses, helping people set up their own communities or developments, projects, whatever it may be, one person, I actually can't remember her name, but she was so powerful for me because I was talking with her one day about the world being doom and gloom. And she was like, I don't see the point of running my business anymore. I don't see the point of helping people anymore. Like what's it going to happen? But there was this underlying current within her that she, she knows that the earth is a beautiful, good place and she believes in God. And I was like, okay, so if you know that the earth is a good place and you believe in God, I asked her a deep question. I was like, do you believe in the power of your word? And I knew that she had, connection to religious background especially within the rastafarian realm so i was like i know you talk about word sound power a lot Mm -hmm. so in that moment i asked her when she said yes so if you keep on saying the story that the world is doomed and that nothing that you do is going to work what are you creating with your words and that she literally stopped in her tracks and just started crying And I got to see that miracle moment for her in recognizing that she didn't have a boundary in her own personal relationship with herself. She didn't have this boundary to realize, wait, the words that I'm saying are influencing everything around me, which was decreasing her vitality because she wasn't having the hope and the energy and the trust and the faith in giving to life and knowing that that's a regenerative cycle. So that was one powerful miracle moment for me. That helped me recognize, oh, wow, I already knew the words that we say are powerful and our spells, the spelling that we say. Mm-hmm. And in recognizing in this woman, so that was a, a powerful miracle moment for me. And then another miracle moment that I had was, and a little context. So, because I work with vitality, that's the full spectrum of a human. We have our mental, our emotional, our physical, and our spiritual vitality. A lot of times, because I work a lot with men, a lot of men are lacking sexual vitality. Mm-hmm. And all that means is just, it's our life force. It's our creativity. A lot of entrepreneurs, and that's why I love working with entrepreneurs, is they work with their creativity. So a lot of times they get weird when I'm talking about sexual energy, but I'm like, no, that's you're just in that space all day long. You're You're creating, you're running a business, you have a new idea, a startup, like, That is it. So when they can really reconnect to their sexual energy, they can harness that creativity to have more impact and success. And so this one client I had had not had sex with his wife for four and a half years. Their marriage was going downhill. Their relationship was going downhill. They had children that he wasn't spending time with his children. He was super successful in business, but he had stopped seeing success, stopped receiving income. So many things were affected in his life. And I was helping him recognize that he needed to have boundaries so he could have this vitality come back in his life. And he needed a boundary to his wife to say, Hey, I'm not going to put myself in this position of being blamed because she rightfully. So I get it. She wanted to also have intimacy and connection. And if she's not able to be engaging in sexual activity where he's not able to last, And it was, it was very challenging because it wasn't even a minute that he was able to stay hard. Mm -hmm. So these are very challenging issues for a man to deal with because it's Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, what does this mean about my manhood? I don't, then don't have confidence and it. Then it just spills over into every area of his life. But his boundary was, hey, I, I want to work on this, but if you keep on attacking me over and over because you're not happy, which I get, but if we're not working towards it, then it's not going to change and so when I helped him implement that boundary in his life to have a container to say hey we're working on this let's create a container which is also a boundary to say we're committed to this we're on the same team Mm -hmm. that allowed the vitality for him to come back and focus on himself which then allowed more vitality to build in his body to focus on their relationship and then Like two and a half months later, we were in a a three month program together. Two and a half months later, he sent me a text message. It was like five in the morning for my time in Hawaii. And he was like, Oh my God, I just had the best sex of my life with my wife. It's been so long. And just like he had, there's such a confirmation. And yes, better sex is a byproduct of these practices Mm -hmm. and a deeper connection to oneself, which is really about the vitality, a deeper vulnerability and transparency and connection to oneself. In many different ways and so that to me was such a miracle moment because he didn't think that he could recover or heal or recuperate rejuvenate from where he was Mm -hmm. and witnessing him go through that and that miracle moment with him was also a miracle moment for me because that really helped me to see wow this is such a powerful realm to work with people in especially because it's such a taboo subject It's suppressed from a young age in all these different realms, and we're all a part of it. And so, Mm -hmm. when we can tap into this the vitality of the sexual energy to then show up in other areas of our life, it's super powerful and impactful.
0: That's so true, and I'm really seeing the. I love both of these stories because they're such great examples, and I'm seeing how. The boundary itself created the container for safety. Yes. And then from that decision of saying, okay, I'm going to bring in this boundary, then comes the the courageous act of being vulnerable and being transparent, getting real, seeing really what's not working, and then leaning into that safety of the boundary to be able to problem solve and see, okay, well, what can we do here? What mm-hmm. need? What needs to be created? I. I love this because it's it's such a power play, you know, like for, for all of humans to be able to really dial in our own boundaries, whether that's with ourselves or with our loved ones or partners in business, friendships, no. family. This will help create that vitality, not only for yourself, but for the other person that's in the relationship with you. So for anyone that's listening that might be struggling with some situation where they're having a difficult time putting up boundaries. Could you give them, could you give us like a, uh, a little, you know, sample to, in terms of like, here's three steps that you can do, you know, starting today to get into that action of being able to create that for themselves.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, w- I was wanting to go into that. So thank cool. you for, <laughs> for being concise with all that and, and helping us keep it direct So the first thing first is to recognize that boundaries, like you said, are containers. So one thing, yes, a boundary is what I'm saying no to, but it's also what I'm saying yes to and what I'm welcoming Mm -hmm. in. So if I can look at a boundary as a funnel, not as a closed loop that's like I'm hoarding or keeping myself protected from something, it's just saying no to these things and yes to what I want. So recognizing that what your boundary is supporting is your desire. So that's mm-hmm. the first thing. You've got to get Love clear that. on what you want. Because if you don't know what you want, then your boundary, again, is just going to be, you're like going to be putting them up everywhere and you're still guarded.
0: Mm-hmm. So if and it's, can, like, it's like being clear about it and also being like willing to say, this is what I want and I'm going to take yes. a stand for it.
1: Exactly. And recognizing cool. that you're worth, uh, worthy of all mm-hmm. of that. So first things first, getting clear on what you want and then saying yes to that all of the way. The second one is then if you feel fear of asking for it, write it down, speak it into the mirror, if it's with your, especially if it's with someone else. So that way you can already, in a sense, get yourself in the state and feel your nervous system. Because a lot of times, if you haven't been asking for what you want, you haven't been creating those boundaries, more likely than not, the vitality of your whole being, of your integrity, which is just your whole being, isn't thriving, isn't in that full state. So you've got to really ease yourself into it rather than just like, okay, I heard this, I got to go do it now. Ease your way into it. Speak it out loud, say it into the mirror say it to water which is also a direct reflection in a mirror it also can get programmed and then lastly
0: and can we- i say something about that one
1: yes.
0: um just for the women because i just had this realization come through in a session with my own therapist um, yesterday which mm-hmm. she was saying that women, we tend to have a fast start, especially if something's been stored within us. And yeah. I was noticing I was kind of having a fast start in terms of putting up some boundaries when I was talking to my partner mm-hmm. and it was creating a lot of tension and I wasn't getting the result of what I wanted, which was that safety and container for us to be playing in. Instead it it was like I was pushing him away. So she had just given me this tip. So I just want to say this because I do have a lot of female listeners. Yeah. Which is have that have a slow start. Like see if you can like gradually get into it. It's pretty challenging for us women, especially if it's been building up, but but I love what you said in terms of practice it with yourself in the mirror before you take it to someone else because it might just have an extra charge that is not actually going to be serving the purpose.
1: Mm. And I love, I love that you're sharing that because that was going to be the, my next one is breathe. Mm. One of the biggest pieces that I work with my clients around vitality is, is I just start by helping them get back to the breath. Mm-hmm. And the breath is so intricately connected to the emotional body. And like you were talking about, if there is a charge around needing to set a boundary, which I see a lot of times in both men and my both Mm -hmm. female and male clients, if that's the case, then that energy is coming at the other person. And even though they may not know it or you may not speak it, they'll feel it. And so if you are going to come and speak it to someone, just invite them to take a few deep breaths with you and say, hey, I have something that's really meaningful to me and I want to share it with you. And I desire to be, you can say I desire to be met in in a safe space because this is, it's challenging for me to share rather than saying, don't get mad at me Mm -hmm. rather than like warning them, just really bring it back to yourself and say, Hey, I have something really important that means a lot to me. And I would love to be in a space that's safe for both of us. Cause I don't know Mm -hmm. what's going to come up for either of us. Like that invitation to one, slow down. To breathe together is going to create deep connection. And when we slow down, you can feel and tune in. If you're nervous, tell the person, wow, my heart is beating fast right now. I can feel my body's tense. I'm nervous. And what that does is you speak to it. And now you're more seen. As you were talking about vulnerability earlier and safety, if it's someone that you care about, when you allow yourself to be seen, that can really be an invitation to the other to be like, whoa. Because I can tell you if it's me, if my partner were to come to me and say, I'm really nervous right now and I want to tell you something, that causes me to slow down. I ask her if I can hold her hands, if I can touch her, if I can just like really let her know that I'm there with her. So that's, those are three ways. Getting clear on what you want. Practicing with yourself. Getting tuned into your nervous system so that way you can see if there's any emotional or energetic charge. And then number three, slowing down and breathing. So that way you can invite in that slowness to the process rather than barging mm. through, which I, I have done. I will be the first person to say I've done <laughs> that. In the past, I'm like, I need to set these boundaries. Yeah. And again, remembering that boundaries are to help you get what you want rather than get, get an emotion out at someone.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And it's like, what's what we're talking about. It's boundaries for vitality. Yes. You're putting those boundaries up because you see something better. You see a more expanded potential that's there within mm-hmm. the relationship dynamics. All so way. Oh, this, this is such a juicy conversation. I know we can keep going on and on about it. I love those those three tips. So if you're listening, if you try out these tips, well, first of all, let us know if you like these tips in the comments. Um, and if you try them out, let us know. Send Devin or I a message put a comment on this podcast. We'll be checking it out. We'd love to see, you know, what results can happen with such quick little shifts. I think Mm -hmm. that's one of the things it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to change your life and put up these huge walls. That's not what we're talking about here. It's just these little shifts that are going to really create that safety for all parties and all relationships. Um, So Devin, thank you so much for being here. Where can people find you online?
1: Yes, thanks for having me. People can find me on my Instagram account. That's where I typically am most active. It's my okay. name, Devin Frederickson. So check the show notes because spelling my last name can be very challenging. And I just prefer you check that rather than me spell it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I also, my website is devinfredrickson.com. And there will be I am in the process for those people who know about Web3, I'm in the process of being a part of a couple different platforms that are coming out that are way more about supporting the content creators and the coaches rather than being on platforms that are getting from those people who create. So those will be coming down the future. So you'll be able to see those from my website and Instagram. So, yeah, please send me a message. Reach out to me. I'm stoked to hear about anything or further questions. Awesome. Well, thank you
0: all so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for being on here as a guest, Devin, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Mahalo, Ray. Bye.
0: Thanks for checking out this video. Subscribe and ring the bell if you haven't yet, so you can stay up to date for new episodes coming out soon. And remember to witness and acknowledge the miracles and magic in every moment. This is Ray Ireland, and I'll see you soon.